This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of Press One for Nick. Your host, Nick Limsdahl, is the Director of Contact Center Solutions at VDS. Through conversations with customer service and customer experience leaders, Nick and his guests exchange insightful stories, best practices, and invaluable lessons they have learned along the way. Welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. My guest today is Rio's son. Rio is the culture maestro at Zappos. He leads all campus tours at Zappos at headquarters, and he is a stellar example of what a Zapponian really means. Rio, welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. Nick, thank you for having me. I appreciate you thinking of us here at Zappos, and it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure's mine, man. Uh, so one question I ask every single guest at the very beginning is what's one thing people might not know about you? So I have nicknames back home in Hawaii, and my nickname is Chops. And the backstory with that is I was an early walker, early talker. My grandma likes to nickname all the grandchildren, so she called me Chop Chop. And as I grew older, my cousins, they, my whole family, they all uh, evolved it to Chops. And there's one funny incident where a family member came to visit me and she didn't know my real name. <laughs> she only knew me as Chops. And so she was kind of describing me and they eventually deduced who it was and um, we got connected. So that's one thing. Chops is my nickname. Uh, so outside of the family, is anybody else call you Chops? No. I, I think <laughs> people will know now after hearing your show, but not many people know my nickname is Chops. If you find a, a random person on the street walking by and saying, hey, Chops, what's going on, man? Uh, you'll know that they at least are either family or they listen to the podcast. That's exactly it. In fact, I had a, I did have a luau one time at home and you could hear the different names, Rio, Chops, or even my Hawaiian name, which is Hanale. So I kind of knew what, if they fell into the family category, if they came into my friends or close friends, et cetera. So, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. It's an interesting story. So thanks for sharing. So, you know, Zappos is known for a lot of things. They are, you know, beyond known for their experience, their service, their call us about anything. I think all of those are important, but I think people have already talked about that. Uh, what I kind of want to dig in a little bit more is more about what's going on because the people right now, there's a mad dash to find all the right gifts. And it's it make sure that, oh, last minute, like, you know, I'm working on my last minute shopping right now. And I uh, might have to go over to Zappos to help me out. But, you know, how has Zappos right now helping out their customers uh, during this holiday season? There's a lot of things that go on here. One of the things that I love about working in the call center is people actually call us in for exactly that. Hey, I'm looking for a gift. This is the person in my family. Can you help me find something suitable? And we'll actually help them go shopping at times. Sometimes it's just to help with their transactions. What, one thing I do love is something called holiday help. And this actually brings all our family together. Core value number seven is build a positive team and family spirit. So every person outside of the call center actually dedicates work hours of 10 hours complete to uh, be on the phones, to be there for our customers. A couple things happen here. And one, we're coming together as a family, as a company to be there for our extended family, which is our customers. But at the same time, it truly brings us to our roots because deliver wow through services are number one core value. And that's something that's really important to us to make sure that we can be there to connect with uh, those who come and reach out to us here at Zappos. So it's 10 hours total per employee per year. Does everybody need to participate in that? 
Yes, it's actually policy. Um, and it's usually done during the holiday season when everything's triple volume as far as con customers contacting us. But it's evolved over time because we are very passionate about our community as well. So we have the option to do part of it on the phones and part of it as volunteer help with local organizations here for our community. And I love that aspect that we're not only connecting with our extended family um, through e-commerce, but also here locally in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's really cool. Have you already participated in your holiday help this year? I did. So this year was a little bit different because most of us are working from home, but we still wanted to be there for our customers. So we did virtual sessions where we were sitting side by, uh, virtually side by side with a seasoned member and we listened in on phone calls. And what I loved about the conversations that were being had is that wonderful way that we build these personal emotional connections. It's so humbling to hear that we're still doing what we do. We're still passionate about our customers and we do our best to go above and beyond to get that wow uh, experience. Yeah, so I'm sure that on those journeys, every time you go get that opportunity to get back into the call center or the contact center, that you have the ability to kind of listen to what the customer is saying and report back. So maybe what stories do you have on your, your journey this year? So I think of the past ones that I've had, if you don't mind if I share some of those sure. that I thought were yeah. very poignant. Uh, one of my favorite ones is a customer who called in from New York. And honestly, she just needed a return label, but she was such a very engaging uh, conversationalist that we ended up having a very long conversation. In fact, it was a total around five hours, if I remember right. But she's telling me how she grew up in Manhattan and all the wonderful things that she's done in her lifetime. And I remember in the middle of the call, I really had to use the bathroom. Core value number six is be open and honest. So I said, ma'am, I really have to use the toilet. She said, well, honey, put me on hold. I'll wait. And I said, okay. Went, came back, and we continued our conversation. But, you know, I love that connection that we had and that she felt close to share all these wonderful details about her life. I actually sent her a little card as a thank you to let her know that I enjoyed our connection. And a couple of weeks later, I actually received a card back from her. That, to me, will always stay in my memory. Another favorite of mine, if you don't mind, is, you know, oftentimes, you know, we may not have the product the customer's looking for, and it just so happened to be this situation. And she was looking for a very particular size and color of a wedge shoe. And while she's telling me why it's so important to her for the event that she was going to attend, I actually had opened up a couple other browsers, tabs, and was searching for it online. I actually found it at another website, same price, exact size, et cetera. So I said, you know, I think I found your shoe. Do you mind if I put you on a slight hold? So she just said, okay. So I put her on hold. I called the other uh, website's customer service. I said, can you uh, verify you have this in stock? She said, yeah. I said, great. I'm calling from zappos.com. I have a customer I would like to transfer you to so she could purchase it off to uh, your website. She couldn't believe I was going to do that. Then I go back to my customer. I tell her the same thing. She goes, wait a minute. Well, what's in it for you? And I said, ma'am, my, my job is customer service. I'm here to make sure you get what you need. So there, those are two random things that really resonated and still stays with me today. Yeah, those are such awesome examples. And I got a couple of questions based off of those examples. So there is no time limit as of today of interacting with that customer. But what does that do for the person in New York that you had a conversation for, for what, five hours you said, what does that do for that relationship? And, and what makes you guys want to stay on hold for the, or stay on that conversation for that long? Well, ideally, we don't want to 
rush the customer off to move on to the next phone call. It's about building a relationship with every customer every time. And oftentimes conversations, and mind you, that doesn't happen all the time. An average call can last maybe 15, 20 minutes. But when we make a really great connection with the customer, we allow the customer to disconnect the call first. So sometimes they just have stories to share and we're there to listen. And she was, again, telling me some ruler dates, really great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and then on the other one, you know, I think it's so important, like you said, it's the importance of actually serving the customer and doing what's right for the customer. It's not always making the sale, regardless if you're at Zappos or any other company, it's, it's serving them and doing what's right for them. And I think that's so awesome that you actually take that additional time because you don't have to do that. That's not out of necessity because, but it's, it's the importance and, and the core values that you guys have that have aligned with the customer. Very correct. There's another story that just popped into my head when you're explaining that. Uh, it's a little, it was a shorter phone call, but I remember this customer from New Jersey called me. She said, you know, what? I just need the phone number for this restaurant in Miami. And I said, okay, you know, we get calls like that. And so I'm looking up the restaurant and she's telling me, you know, she's going to meet up with some friends in the next week. This is a popular restaurant. Oftentimes it's hard to get a table there. I said, well, I have a better idea. Placed her on hold and actually made the reservation for her. And that way she was guaranteed a table. And I let her know that. And that was one extra step that she didn't need to do. But in the end of it all, when you think about it, who do you think she's going to think of first when she needs help in the future? Uh, Again, it was just an extra courtesy. I extended to the customer, but it got what she needed. And I could I could sit on this uh, conversation all day and just continue to drill you with questions about that holiday holiday help. But you know, when it comes to the holiday help, though, I'm sure that all of these people who've taken that ten hours every year to to sit into the contact center, they've come up with a ton of ideas to improve the customer experience because they're like I, you know, they don't have their horse blinders on and they're not sitting in the contact center all day every day. And they probably have come up with a, you know, regardless if it's operations or marketing or sales or anything else, they come up with some, a lot of great ideas. So what do they do with those ideas? How do they go, go about to Zappos to say, hey, I got an idea and it might improve the customer experience? I like that question. Thank you for asking that. You know, core value number four is be creative, open-minded, adventurous. And we really encourage employees, if they do have a really great idea or inspirational idea that could be innovative to add to our culture or our business, We truly want them to start the conversations, find out who the resources are, and bring those ideas to fruition or to life. And one of the examples that was actually a product of helping out during the holiday help uh, season was a conversation that was had with one of our Zaponians with her grandmother who was shopping for her grandson. And she let our Zaponian know that he's extremely autistic and very sensitive to materials, can't tie his own shoes, can't even button up his shirt. And the conversation continued and realized that there are are really no clothing line available out there for people with different abilities. And Saul, the person who uh, had the conversation, took that to our merchandising team and was asking our buyers, do we not have brands or brands that we can reach out to to bring this idea to life, to be able to have this available for that audience out there? And it turned into Zappos Adaptive a few years ago, and it's been growing ever since. Even during the pandemic, we added selling single shoes for our shoppers out there, for those who just need the one, or people who have two different size feet. That's a really good example. During the pandemic was another idea that came out because everyone was isolated and we realized that there are going to be people feeling a certain way during 
the situation, someone came up with that idea, let's create a dedicated line for those customers who may need uh, a phone uh, help to find resources uh, to get certain supplies where they live or what to stream on Netflix or, you know, just an ear to listen to. And that was uh, available for the longest time, but we infuse that with our regular call center now. So basically people still call, they need someone to talk to, if they want to hear a joke, they're welcome to do so. So you never know where good ideas will come from. Sometimes it's inspired in the most coolest places, sometimes from conversations. It is really cool. You mentioned uh, talking about your uh, telling a joke. So explain to the to my listeners your complex IVR. Okay, so when someone calls into Zappos, you have really three options. One, just hang out on the line. We'll connect you up immediately as soon as we can. If you need the Spanish option, that's available too. Or you could simply press five and listen to the joke of the day. And it's actually uh, my coworkers' voices that you'll hear. And we record them and then put them kind of on a loop. So they're always random every time you call. I have one for you if you'd like to hear it. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> How do you make an orange laugh? You tickle its navel. <laughs> Not going to lie. I, I love the dad joke. So I'm all for that one. Last I heard, about 13% of our customers actually choose option five before getting connected to uh, a CLT rep. We didn't talk about this, but what are your recommendations to other people who are maybe not, maybe don't have the same core values that you have, or maybe don't want to to tell a joke per se? You know, how else do you get these these experiences similar to the IVR of telling a joke? Because, like you said, that is a that is a high rate of people taking that extra effort to maybe increase their mood a little bit. Well, everyone deserves a smile here and there. I remember a customer called in and I remember how upset she was that her shoes didn't match her purse. And I said something in the conversation. Mind you, she was in the beginning uncontrollably uh, upset and emotional. And I said something to her where I can literally hear a a smile in the tone of her voice. And that to me was an audible clue to you know, kind of bring in a little more happiness into our conversation. And I tell you, by the end of the uh, phone call, she was calling me endearments. When we actively listen to the customer, it doesn't have to be what we do. Customers just want to know that their people care about their situation, that we're actually really listening to them. And by creating that little connection with the customer, I think they feel that uh, throughout the rest of the phone call. And I think that's important because it's more than just talking to a customer service rep. You're talking, it's like talking to a friend or maybe a relative or whatnot, someone a little bit more closer. Yeah. I love all these things that you're doing to, to wow your customers. Do you do the same thing to wow your employees or business partners? Yes. I have a really cool story. Sorry, I got tons of stories. But this one, I, I was actually off of work and I was walking home. I live close to our campus here. And someone had asked about the downtown Fremont area. I said, well, I'm walking home. I can give you a little tour. And I shared a lot of what Zappos has done and their involvement and whatnot. And I didn't think anything of it. By the time I was done, I said goodbye. What I did know is he sent an email to the company saying, hey, I was wowed by Rio. He gave me a tour of downtown. He was actually, he didn't have to. He really does live the core values. That's what I heard the email said. So I'm in a meeting one day and it was rudely interrupted by a big parade of my favorite coworkers, blasting Mariah Carey. People who know me know I love Mariah Carey. And they're playing Emotions. And they awarded me a ticket to go see her opening night at Caesars Palace here in Las Vegas, May uh, 6th of 2015. 
I was beside myself. And I remember in the middle of the concert, I was like, oh my gosh, I could touch Mariah. But I didn't. That would have been creepy. <laughs> but what the company did, probably didn't know was my birthday was the very next day. We have, so with that wow mentality, we have a wow philosophy that anyone we interact with, we want to leave with a wow experience, not only just beyond our customers and our community, but also with our business partners and our employees. With the employee wow factor, there are so many things from holiday gifts to different parties like the picnics that we have, et cetera, always engaging, always fun, and always ways to wow. We have peer-to-peer recognition programs to wow each other, and even our vendors. This is what I love. We'll actually shut down the entire company and say, thank you for doing business with us. We'll actually host an event to gather everyone together because we don't want to treat that as a transactional relationship. We consider them an extension of our family. So there are different ways that every moment we try to figure out ways to wow each other. And even with that wow, electricity, it kind of resonates with the Zaponians themselves. They always go above and beyond for each other. And it's fun to watch because they're putting smiles on other people's faces. So cool. It seems like you guys live and breathe those core values. And one of the things that uh, I've heard in the past is talking about kind of the onboarding process. And if somebody doesn't always obviously agree or want to be a Zaponian, in after that onboarding process, you kind of say, hey, here's some, here's some money to leave. And I, I don't know a whole lot of organizations, if any, uh, make it as easy to leave as it is to join because you want to make sure that culture is aligned uh, with that employee experience to deliver on that customer experience. And I just think that's so awesome that you guys have the ability to do that. I remember being in new hire training and hearing, hey, we're going to pay you to quit. And I'm like, what? But I love it here. I like my coworkers. But, you know, I'll be honest, our culture is not for everybody. We want to make sure that people who remain here are happy and want to be here. So we give the opportunity to say, hey, you know what? If this is not the culture for you, here is a cushion of money that you can leave our company with and use that to pay your bills, take care of needs and find the job or career that will make you happy. And I think that's just uh, really great because after four weeks immersed in this unique culture and uh, learning about who we are and, you know, it may not be for everyone. So there's that opportunity for them to find something more suitable. In a competitive market, does your customer service stand out from the crowd? One way to offer a better experience is by moving your contact center to the cloud. But with so many options to choose from, how do you know which solution is the best for both your business and your customers? That's where VDS comes in and guides you to the best solution. They understand your clients' pain points, business outcomes, and goals. Then VDS designs, implements, supports, and provides 24-7 managed services. From start to finish, VDS is committed to finding the best solutions for your clients' needs. To learn more, go to www.govds.com or find a link in the show notes. I had a similar, somebody didn't pay me to leave, but uh, a boss, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, about three weeks into the job, I, I obviously liked the job or else I wouldn't have taken it. And he's like, you know, when you go to your next role, I just want to let you know that, you know, I appreciate you and I'm going to make sure that you succeed in the role that you're in today. And I'm immediately, I'm like, am I fired? <laughs> like, is there something wrong? <laughs> What's going on? And he's like, I literally said that out loud. He's like, no, man, you're you're good. And I hope you stay here for 25 years. But I just want to tell you, I appreciate you. And I'm going to give you the best opportunity to succeed today and into the future. And I was like, man, that made me probably stay longer than I would have in the past. That, uh, that's funny. I, I love that story. 
Because, you know, yeah. you preface it with that and you're like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the car with him driving down the highway. And I was like, oh, man, he's going to just boot me right out the side. I'm a goner. What I love about here is a lot of my coworkers, we've been here for many, many years. It's, it's really, I just will be celebrating. I just recently celebrated, pardon me, my nine-year anniversary here. And the journey that it took me to get to where I'm at was incredible. I started off as a barista. I don't know if I told you. And then a year later, went into the call center and then tour guide ever since then. But that's an example of everybody's journey. And I think when we uh, invest in the employees, they want to remain here. They want to still be here. And I love that. Absolutely. So when you go to the barista today, what's your favorite order? Always green tea, lightly sweetened. I'm hyper already. If I can imagine when I was younger, when I was drinking actual coffee, I would speak a thousand miles per hour. Or I'm like out the door five seconds, that kind of thing. So I had to calm myself down. Tea's a little bit better for me. <laughs> it is. How about you? Sounds good. Uh, so I would do like the Americano. Nice. Nothing to it. Just super simple, but uh, it doesn't get me too riled up. It's not a not a red eye or anything crazy. But uh, I might need a little bit more pep in my step than you, Rio. <laughs> so, you know, when it comes to customer service, Zappos is known for just this awesome wow experience. But it doesn't always happen that way, right? So what happens, maybe what are a couple of stories where Zappos has maybe righted a mistake that, um, you know, it didn't go in the ideal way that you wanted it to? Oh, yeah, we're like any other company in customer service because sometimes things do happen and not always is it, you know, our fault, but we'll always take ownership of the situation. I remember in the early days of being, being in the call center, a customer called in and she actually ordered a really nice pair of shoes, but what she got instead was a pair of slippers. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And now I feel really bad because we we failed her as a customer. And so I'm looking up her account, we're talking. She goes, I got to tell you though, they're kind of cute. It looks like something I would wear. I said, well, did you try them on? She said, I'm wearing them now as we speak. I said, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to ship you overnight your actual shoes that you ordered and go ahead and keep those. Don't even bother sending those back. And that to me, because she loved the reaction I heard from her. She's like, oh my God, are you serious? I said, consider that a gift from us to you, you know, because we made this mistake. Uh, that was one of my favorite things that I remember about. And that's a really good, clear indication of the decisions we get to make to think outside the box and go above and beyond to wow uh, our customers in almost every situation. That's one example. Another one I have, if you don't mind, I'm sorry if I'm feeling good today. No, don't don't apologize for telling stories about Zappos. That's what you're here for. Well, there was another customer I had on the phone where the product actually got shipped to an old address of theirs. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And we didn't really know what happened, uh, how it got shipped to the wrong address. But I just said, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and ship you your actual product and I'll just make arrangements for your product to get picked up at the old place that you were at. And they were really surprised. Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, because I, I know my neighbors from the old place. I can ask them to go get it. I said, no, no, no. Let's make your life easier. Let's us go ahead and retrieve our own package. You just enjoy your shoes when they arrive tomorrow. So I like that we get to do that. But, you know, um, we try and strive to always make good out of a bad situation. Yeah, I think that's so important. And I think half that is is just the communication back and forth, regardless if it went really good or really bad or somewhere in the middle. It's the communication of, hey, we we let you down or we didn't meet your expectations. So here's, here's what we're going to do. And you had the ability to empower those contact center representatives to solve that problem. 
I have one other story, if you don't mind. Kind of Please. Mm-hmm. So a customer was wondering about the delivery of her product, if I could find out when to expect it. So I looked at her tracking information. I said, well, it's going to arrive on this day. She goes, no, no, that's not going to work. I said, ooh, what's going on? Turns out she was driving from Florida to Georgia to attend her son's wedding. I was like, oh, my gosh. So she's now telling me about her son. She's so proud of him and the lovely wife and the family, et cetera. And she told me, um, I said, well, you're, you're driving up to Georgia. Where are you going to be staying? And she gave a name of the hotel. I Googled it and actually rerouted the package to be delivered there. So when she arrives, the package should be arriving at the same time. And I thought that was great because she mentioned her son and the whole family and the whole backstory and everything. I wanted to send them something nice. So I asked for the address and actually sent a little surprise gift for their wedding day. So these are, you know, again, it's that ability to think outside the box and be creative, but to take a, a bad situation and turn it into a positive. So you thought outside the box, but you were actually active listening, kind of like yes. what you were talking about before, right? She was, In- was so endearing to hear her talk about her son and how they uh, he met his wife and how they felt. I mean, it's a wonderful thing when you are able to connect with the customer and they can just uh, feel free to share and be open. I think that's truly the, the relationship part of it. And I like that. So last year you implemented uh, something that was pretty awesome called Virtual Santa. And you're doing it again this year. So maybe tell my listeners more about what that is and how they could participate. What's really about the Virtual Santa is we still, we understand the situation that most people are, are living in. It's, you know, going to... Um, see Santa is part of the Christmas spirit and the holiday. And so we wanted to be able to do that and provide that for our families out there. And so Virtual Santa was introduced last year and it's introduced again, but it's a way for parents to, or anyone to sign up and book a call for however many minutes and Santa will actually call back and be able to talk to the kids. And I think that's wonderful in the spirit of the holiday season, but we're doing more than that. I know we're collaborating by donating to Salvation Army, uh, this year, and I think that's another layer of that. And for every booked call, I think we're also do- donating $5 up to 5000 uh, for donations. So I think that's, you know, what I love about the whole idea is anyone could be e-commerce, really. We can, anyone can sell shoes like we do or sell clothing. But to do these things that go above and beyond that, that's another layer of why I enjoy working in our company. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's not necessarily about e-commerce. It's not about the shoes. It's not about the clothing. It's not about the partners. It's about the experience that you're going to give them. And now experience as of this year, last year, is more important than product or price. And I just think that you guys are doing an amazing job at that. And you're not, you're not just staying constant. You're not like, okay, well, we nailed it. Checkbox. Uh, we got this experience figured out but you're trying to always figure out ways to improve and innovate and get creative to deliver on the experience and then empower your employees to do so. So a round of applause to you guys for, for stepping out and and just, yeah, I I couldn't say enough good things about you guys. (laughs) Well, even a lot of the charitable events that happen here locally where um, I get to see the things that we do. I mean, it's just, it just warms me up inside and I love that we truly connect and we care about our community around us. And we want to make sure that we leave them with a great experience. One of the things that just popped in my head is uh, uh, our Zappos for Good team and how we do the toy drive or something called Turkey Town, where we are able to provide families with all the supplies they need, whether it's the Thanksgiving meal or maybe it's uh, presents for their, their kids. These are the things that just as another layer of the wow experience as just being a Zapponian working here. So cool. Uh, so Rio, I up. Have- 
I ask every single guest two questions at the very end. Okay. And the first one is, what book or person has influenced you the most in the past year? So I'll pause there. Okay. So the last book I read was Atomic Habits uh, by James Clare. I really enjoyed the little bite-sized examples of what we can do to always increase um, for better habits to move ourselves forward. I enjoyed that. As far as influence, though, I want to say my coworkers were the biggest influence on me this last year. We were going through a pandemic and we were supporting each other. And we I love that I could look to them to always lift me up when I needed to. So I hope that answers both those items. Yeah, I, I love the book and and the uh, bringing it back to the to the team. I think that's exactly what you guys are all about. Um, so the second question is, if you could leave a note to every single customer service rep and it's hit, it's going to hit everybody's desk Monday at 8 a.m., what would it say? How will you wow? I think that resonates more than just uh, being a customer service rep, but it could resonate to your coworkers, to um, your family, et cetera. How will you wow? Maybe how will yeah. you wow today? <laughs> yeah. And how, how will you wow in this specific interaction on this specific uh, conversation how do you deliver the, the Zappos experience even when you're not at Zappos? Just because you don't have the same core values doesn't mean you can't deliver them. Exactly. So even when I'm out in public, I try to, if there's opportunities for me to go above and beyond for someone, even if I don't know that person, it could be just saying bless you to someone who sneezed in the next aisle, you know, something simplistic, like, or getting the door for someone at a department store, things like that. It resonates really loudly. And I encourage all of you to do that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so what's the best way to connect with Zappos or to connect with Rio? You want to connect with Zappos. Our phone number is not hidden. It's on the top of the website and it's stationary. Give us a call and you can actually call them to get a hold of me if you need to. Sounds good. I learned so much. I had a blast and I learned uh, such amazing stories and I bet my listeners did as well. Uh, hopefully they continue that uh, Zapponian experience, uh, not just with inside their own contact center, but uh, in life. So Rio, thank you so much. I had a blast, man, and looking forward to staying in touch. I enjoyed talking to you. Make it so easy. And um, to all your listeners out there, I hope the little bits of the stories will inspire um, good ideas. And thank you for having us, truly. You bet. Hey, listeners, can you think of one person who would benefit from the information you learned today? If so, please consider sharing it with them by giving them a link of this episode or directly from your app. And last, if you'd like to receive all the quotes and book recommendations from all my guests, go to press1fornick.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.